Hello, people. Hello. Oh, were you talking to the I was people? talking to them. Oh, the other people. Okay. The other people. Hey, but, other people. Yeah, good afternoon, morning, good night, wherever you are, whatever time. They could be time, whatever time. any time. So it's, it's good morning, afternoon, evening. Yeah. Day, Have you stolen my night. pen again? I probably did. <sighs> oh, well, I'm sorry. It's okay. I, I forgive you. It's okay. Lisa takes notes on all our um, podcasts so that we don't repeat the same things too many times. Yes. You can't really say so we don't ever repeat the same things. But. Right, because we do a lot. But and I do that, and Michael steals things. <laughs> 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 you stole my pen again. But that's okay. I have... Probably. I have so much forgiveness in my heart this morning. I'm glad of that. I know you are. I spent some time in a, prayer. Did God give you a forgiveness <laughs> dream last night? No. Oh, good. Well, no, but no, he gives it me. It must mean you didn't need it. No, but he speaks to me. In my, you know, I have my quiet time. Oh, look. You've been redeemed. I found a pen. It's oh, not my red good. one, but. Well, but. So, if this were a dream, your red pen is missing. Yes. And you found a black pen instead, what would it mean? Well, my first thought would be that red letter edition. That's the first thing that comes to me, that I should be writing in red because that's how God speaks to me. (laughs) 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 And that you shouldn't steal my pen anymore because now I have to write with a black one. That doesn't sound like a legitimate. No, it's not. It's totally fleshly. Okay. Just checking. Okay. So what would it mean? I'm putting you on the spot. If I were normally writing in red, and then somehow I couldn't find my red pen, a black pen uh, was found, it would just mean that I'm transitioning probably from writing, um, I don't know, I don't know, transitioning from something to something else. It means I'd no longer... I'm doing things the way I used to do them. I'm doing things differently. And I would have to look at what does the meaning of black, you know, mean. Well, see, and see, that's cool. That's what I wanted to, to get to. I think black can, you know, a lot of times people think of black as negative, but black can be veiled. Black can be hidden. Black can be black and white. So you're writing with a black pen on white paper. You're yeah. becoming more clear. Right. And see, some people would think that meant that you lost your... Um, Red anointing pen. or you lost your you know something powerful red being a powerful color right and you went back to something basic or something that was uh not good yeah. but i don't think that's what it would be i think it would mean you moved from a place where you've been listening and hearing red being red letter because you said that was your first impression listening and hearing mm-hmm. to a place where now you're able to present things in a very black and white unveiled way yeah Cool. I think it's a good. I think it's cool because context changes things. Yes. Are you trying to get out, out of trouble from stealing? I was. I was. I was trying to. I was trying to divert attention. I'm kidding with to you. That's a good. A dream concept. It's a good teach. It was a good teaching moment, though. I appreciate it. Well, yeah. it, it is good, and and I, I think it's cool because you have to look at the context of what's going on, and it wasn't you that lost the red pen. In other words, the red pen was removed. For some reason. Yeah. And I could represent some authority. You could. I mean, I took a picture of you yesterday and you look like Obi-Wan Kenobi. So (laughs) we need to post that to the um, Dream website so people can see (laughs) how much you really did. Let's get back to context. Maybe I'll post it on Facebook today. I don't know. Oh, my. Well, it could be. 
He could be. But l- 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 let's just let's stick to context of dreams. Okay. So, for at least for the moment. So, because the context changed, the possible meanings of red and the possible meanings of black. In that, yeah. In that okay. Example. We'll go with that. But there's a, an example dream I use a lot of times that talks about context. And so, if you're thinking about fire in a dream, like something's on fire, is that good or is that bad? For, are you asking me? I'm asking everybody. Or out do you there, want me to I'm play? You to be the one who answers. Okay. And you can answer with the typical answer, or you can answer. Oh, with that a would be terrible. Deeply theological. That would be that, terrible. That would be one response, that right? Would be one response. Because that means things are destroyed, and it's terrible. For me, I would say it's a positive thing, and I could see it going either way. It does depend on the context. So, for, and I'll, I'll, let's just talk about why things are uh, positive and negative. For example, I could say that's positive. I could say it's negative. I could see how people would see you know, that's destructive and everything. But I could see how it could be positive. I think of the thing, there are things in nature like pine cones that will only open up to reseed the ground with new seedlings. When a fire has come and burned them, the heat causes the cone to open up. I think about the pur- uh, purging. You know, when I think about Refining. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in Scripture where it talks about they were in the fiery furnace, but they were not consumed. You know, so it could be that you're in a very intense situation. Not always a place you want to be necessarily or a place that, you know, is comfortable. However... On the other side of it, there's positive outcomes in that, you know, that uh, that that whole scenario changed a kingdom, right? Right. And and when you think about it, you you, you kind of have to ask yourself: those are a bunch of possibilities for what fire would mean in the dream. Mm-hmm. How do you know which one it is? How do you decide which one it is? Which and is what you were saying. Let's talk about context. Let's talk about context. It's mm-hmm. the context of the dream. It's what else is going on around it that points us in that direction. Yeah. It's really hard to take a symbol from a dream out all by itself and say, this is what it means. It's much easier to say these are possible meanings for a symbol when it's out of context. But when you put it into context, it helps a lot. What would Polly Pockets mean? Polly Pockets. It would depend on the context. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. This morning I was telling Michael that I had a daydream, and I actually wrote it down. I don't always write down my daydreams, but I wrote down a daydream, and we were going over it because we were discussing, what can we talk about today? And I was like, well, I had this daydream, and I was reading it to you, and it was, and I saw these Polly Pockets, and you were like, I don't even know what that is, but. Well, and I think the dream, the daydream thing was in context of various things that were happening with our family. The context of it was uh, things happening with our sons and yeah. new grandchildren coming. Right. And actually, you'd had that before we found out we we're going to have another grandchild. That's right. So, that's right. Uh, so it's really cool that that, you know, you may have forgotten about it until we started talking yeah. today, but that it was something you'd been shown right. ahead of time. And so the context of that is talking all about uh, new things emerging or coming. And in that in that setting, I think Polly Pockets, you want to tell people what Polly Pockets well, are? Well, uh, yeah, sure. I mean, and I, I'm trying to remember from childhood what their original, you know, purpose was. And I want to say that they were, the, they grew up out of flowers, was, maybe. I may be thinking about, not it ca- it's not Cabbage with. Patch, oh, but it, okay. 
I don't even know what you're saying. Anyway, so I, I used to, I remember walking into a store. It's a fond memory. So I know it's a good thing when I right. see it. A fond memory of me going back and looking at these little baby dolls. They were really tiny, and they would be in these little clear plastic cases, almost shaped like eggs or almost like a tiny little cake cover glass that would be over something, a pedestal, and it would have a little... A little doll in it. Oh, my goodness. I wanted these so bad. My mom would buy them for me sometimes we go to this store. So that's a positive thing to me. When we talk about context, it's like, what does it mean to you? Because you didn't know what a poly. No, but it did mean something to you. And I think that's what's cool about that dream. Not only can context change the meaning of a symbol, Mm -hmm. but a symbol that has special meaning can help emphasize the context of the dream. Right. So for you in that dream, it was all these things about what's coming in the family. And things growing up tiny. Got the Polly Pocket, which basically was all about that there's exciting, fun, things that warm your heart coming for you in the coming year. Yeah, that's true. And so it affirmed that these are all good things, even Mm -hmm. though some of the things in that dream, and it affected our kids, so we won't talk about uh, the details. Because some of it was very personal and coming true, and it's like, oh, wow. And so, But but it's going to be positive. It's going to be things that warm your heart. Right. That's cool, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. It's neat. I was thinking, what about like... um, so we have well, we could have cultural context, can't we? Sure. I mean, I think about you know if we see uh, something in a dream like the color white, we always assume that means something really light and airy and fluffy and uh, God's inspired. It's clean. It's pure purity. White, but uh, for some cultures, white is a um, a symbol of mourning. Right. It's a mourning uh, color of sadness or um, like a, a, someone has passed away. You might would wear white instead of black. Our culture says you wear black. Right. So we see the color black and we assume it means something negative. And we've talked about that before, like a black bird. Is that a negative thing? And that's not always true. Yeah. I mean, you know, I actually have my little examples Please. about black birds and bluebirds. Are you about to share that? I can. It's but cool. We, we didn't plan that, did we? No, I just we said it. Mm-hmm. And, and what's neat is when you think about it, a lot of people think of black as negative. So if you said one person had a dream and a lot of people think of blue as a positive, things that are blue relate to revelation and they relate to uh, the open sky and the, you know just things that are beautiful in a sense, um, and so if you had a dream and one person had a dream with a black bird in it, and that's all you knew about the dream, a lot of people would assume that was a negative dream. Mm-hmm. And if another person had a dream with a blue bird in it, people would tend to think that that's positive as yeah. a natural reaction. Right. But I had examples. These are just sampled of dreams are made up dreams. They're not real dreams, but they illustrate the point. And so is a blackbird positive or negative? A lot of people would say negative, but what about this example? In my dream, a raven, which is a blackbird, with tattered feathers flew into my window and tapped. When I opened the window, the bird flew away, leaving several small packages carefully wrapped and delicious food on the windowsill. Yeah. And that's not negative. It's not. That, and scripturally, what does that remind you of? Well, that points back to the ravens that came and fed Elijah. Was it Elijah or Elijah? I never. Get, I always get it confused because the names are so close. But fed one of the prophets. Yes. And when he was out in, in the wilderness alone, and he was was hungry and 
black birds came and brought him food that sustained him and kept him alive. Yeah. So it was it was a very positive symbol. But if you just take a black bird with tattered feathers out of the context of the whole dream, people would tend to think of that as being a negative image. And I would. I mean, originally, I, that was my first thought. You think of uh, crows or ravens. or They just always have a negative connotation in our culture. They do. And, and that's why it's important to look not just at the cultural context, not just at the, the context within the dream itself, but to and not just at the potential meanings of a symbol, but to look at the whole picture, the whole process, the context of the dream as a whole, the environment right. it's had in, the possible meanings, the personal meanings, the colloquial meanings, the 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 uh, the nature of the culture that you're in. Looking at all those things, they'll point you to a right understanding of a symbol and then of a whole dream if we if we have an open heart, an open mind to be able to hear what's being shown to That's us. That's right. That's right. And to context can change everything, can't it? It can. I mean, you can be given a dream one whole way, and then, so, and then you ask for the context of what it was set in. It'll totally change the meaning of the dream. Yeah. So, but well, you, you, I got the bluebird. Yeah, side go of ahead. Because if you think about a bluebird, bluebirds, you know, uh, what it, was it Mary Poppins? No, it was Cinderella had the little bluebirds that would come down and sit and, and chirp at her window and talk to her and mm-hmm. things, sing to her. And yeah, wasn't it Cinderella? I think so. I, I think Mary Poppins had some birds in <laughs> as well. Too, so. I think she this was feeding Tuppins. Not the remember? Yeah, yeah Tuppins. The duck. Oh, that was feed the birds. I think those were pigeons. <laughs> I don't think those. They were weren't bluebirds. Blue no, pigeons could mean something too. But pigeons keep going. Keep going. Else. Don't okay. let me distract okay. you. All right. So, so bluebirds are this light, airy. Yeah. Uh, revelation. Revelation. Sky. Fun. Uh, you know. Uh, joy and peace. Bluebirds would always be positive, wouldn't they? Oh, you would think so, wouldn't you? But how about this this example of a dream? In my dream, a beautiful bluebird flew to my window and tapped, similar to the other dream. Amazing. Tap, 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 tap. When I opened the window, the bird, the bluebird began to sing, and I felt very sad. The more I listened, the weaker I became until I could no longer stand and had to go lie down on my bed exhausted. That's a different meaning for the bluebird. I don't think you totally made these dreams up. That's a dream that you interpreted for somebody on the south side almost. Oh, you know, it is kind of similar to that. Very. Yeah. So I took it from a real world to a example. Yeah. You polished it up a little bit. Yeah. But it makes good sense. I mean, you know, we, we always want to go with what we kind of remember or have been taught and here is an example of a bluebird which we always think of bluebirds as being oh like you said just positive and um encouraging and here is someone who is suffering from possible what depression depression i mean if you think about sadness. it when someone's blue mm-hmm. they're sad they're down they're depressed right so we can't always look and go oh this is a positive symbol no. this is a negative symbol we really have to do what? Keep in mind the context and, and, and we're, listen. And we're listening. We're listening to our creator who is giving us revelation as we're interpreting it. Yeah. If, if, you know, 
if we're not listening for that revelation, uh, we might as well just have a dream dictionary and just call it quits from there. Yeah, and that's a good place to insert the concept. I'm not opposed to dream dictionaries. I know. But I don't think they're the best choice for understanding the symbols in your dream. I think they're just a tool mm-hmm. to help understand symbols. Exactly. I mean, there are many times where I Google things for meanings. I'm listening. You Googled Polly Pocket's pictures earlier. I did. Oh, that was an alliteration, wasn't it? Polly Pocket's pictures. Yes. I'm Is that alliteration? Is that peep, 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 peep? You're asking me things I don't know. <laughs> well, you're supposed to have all the answers. No, that's you. Okay. Yeah, that's you. I think it's an alliteration. Anyway, okay. Polly Pocket Pictures. You are an English minor. That would be in your... Powerful Polly Pocket Pictures. Okay, we're done with Polly Pockets. Anyway, so, you know, I don't even know what I was saying. You're talking about Googling things. Oh, yeah, okay. So, um... Because you Google, I, I Google names. I Google pictures. meaning of names. Sometimes, I, let's just say someone presents to me a name in a dream. Say it's something like um, Brendan. My first thought is an Irish name. You know, that's the first thing that's going to come to my my mind. But I'm I might also go and look. Where is the origin of that name? What is the purpose? So. Context can mean so many different things, and it can take take us down many roads and can reveal things that will totally change the direction of a dream. And they really can, and that's why I love, you know, I'll have people ask questions sometimes, and I think it's important to, to talk about this too, because while context is really important to get the full meaning of a dream, it doesn't mean an individual symbol couldn't have meaning that, that says something or right. that impacts someone. And that's helpful to understand. Well, I think about your dream that you had that time about the cross of Bernini. And one of the things you uh, would talk, well, I mean, it was such an important dream for you. And such a, uh, it's such a, a pivotal time in your life. And you, um, I remember you just waking up from the dream it had such an impact on you. It was one of those like lucid dreams where it was just like you can't ignore that this was a dream that you needed to pay attention to. But you had never heard of Bernini or anything, and I mean we're not we're not like we don't study a lot about art, art history of art. You know all these. Right. I'm not saying we wouldn't know some general, well known, popular names of um, artists. Um, painters specifically or or sculptures people who did sculptures you know in i don't know what year do they do some of these I, I don't even was know. it like 1600s maybe yeah, somewhere probably back in there and you have this dream of bernini and you go and look it up and wow did it totally blow your mind it was wild and and without us having to go through the whole dream again there's an episode of dream stories uh, uh, entitled the cross of bernini where we talked about that whole dream but but the cool thing to me was this this whole idea that i'd never heard of this guy at all i looked up the name and didn't even know if i spelled it right right and the context of that though just drew so much stuff out because what he was doing at the time and he actually designed an altar cross and what he was doing at the time and what the dream was about for me, trying to come through a difficult time, he was the father of a new art form, Baroque yeah. art. He was one of the fathers, founding fathers of Baroque artwork and a Baroque architecture. And so it was about this breakthrough thing, this new place. 
and the context of who he was brought tremendous meaning into that dream about moving into a new place. But it wasn't going to be easy. Yeah, and even, you know, when I think about we had a chance to, to go overseas and, and we actually went in, into went to Italy uh, and Rome and saw many of his sculptures. And I don't even think we realized even until then how... Uh, how important that that symbol was. It made us revisit right. the dream and look again at the dream. It's like, wow, this was pretty, pretty and those impressive. Are layers. Context can expand the yeah. understanding of a dream. And as you glean new real world context, mm-hmm. context can then have Im- uh, implications that are uh, valuable to the application of the dream. Because we've been talking about context in the realm of interpreting the dream. But context can also have a huge impact on the application of what do you do with this interpretation. Yeah. You know, um, I've had a dream before, and I thought, there's no way possible that would ever happen. And then I've watched it happen, you know. Uh, Not to give an example, but it's just like, there's no way this would ever, this is too good of a situation. This would never happen in this situation. Um and it's just amazing to me the things that can be revealed. And it, it it's one of the things that I think a lot of people get impatient with when they're having dreams is that they have a dream and they go, I don't even understand this. I don't have a grid for this. This doesn't seem possible. And then years later, 20 years down the road, this is what happened. So, I mean, you think about Joseph and how, you know, he had this dream that his brothers would bow down to him, right? Now, I know I understand that he was kind of maybe boastful and braggadocious, whatever. Um, is that a word I just made no, up? I think it's a good okay, word. Okay, good. It was, imagine him being in, in prison. Do you think he was thinking at that time that dream that he thought was going to come true was going to come true? No, he's probably thinking, there's no way. I mean, I'm in prison. I mean, this is not going to ever happen. And, okay, I, I don't know what I dreamt and what that dream means. But then years later, it actually did happen. I think a lot of times people want an interpretation today and want to know what a dream means today. And even beyond interpretation, they want the application right they now. want They want it to come to pass right then. And sometimes it is years down the road. So don't be frustrated. If you've had a dream and it feels important to you, write that thing down. And then God will reveal it later. But one of the things I think is so important to remember and to keep in mind is... If you had this dream, and it doesn't come to pass till 30 years later, it can be for several reasons. To bring you comfort, to teach you patience. You know, it could be for so many different things, not to grow disheartened, but that God knew it was going to happen. And there the context of when and how it comes to pass brings reassurance to your confidence in your dream life. Right. And so that that's the thing. Joseph had to walk in a level of just faith that dreams were still important. If he had decided that dream didn't mean anything, and he was never his brothers were never going to bow down to him, it was never going to mean anything. If he had just abandoned that concept completely, one thing we know he didn't do that. Reason we know he didn't do that is because he thought it was important enough to interpret the dream of the butler and the baker who were in prison with him which says he still valued dreams. He didn't give up on dreams because he had one dream that hadn't come to pass yet. He waited on the right timing and the right context for the application of that dream. And I think we can pretty safely say he was willing to wait even if it never came to pass. Yeah. 
you know, I think about, I, I kind of make movies in my head about how things could have been, how they might would have played out. And I just see Joseph um, sitting up on a cart watching his brothers work and they're sweating and they're, they've been working hard. He's daddy's favorite. He doesn't have to do anything. And he's eating maybe a piece of fruit. And he's going, yeah, I had this dream last night. And he's just smacking, you know, and crunching on this whatever of fruit and he's telling him this and he's so bold and he just he he's clueless what he's saying to his brothers and how maybe it's hurting them and stuff and then this is my movie the movie plays on he gets humbled he gets accused of doing something he didn't do you know he goes through his life and he's these things are happening for him he would not have been the man he was at the end of the movie where his brothers come to him and he gives them food, he would not have been so humble. You know, he wasn't this guy sitting up on a whatever, looking at his brothers eating a piece of fruit, smacking and so confident and just saying what the first thing that comes to his mind. He was much more humble. He didn't really want to be recognized. He just, he wanted to be loved by them. And it's like, maybe God is saying to us sometimes, the dream can't be fully revealed right now because you're not the person you need to be right now. Yeah, and I think that if we put that into the framework of what we've been talking about, that has to do with the context of the unfolding of the dream, that that context of life in trying to understand a dream can bring uh, uh, tremendous lessons for us. And sometimes we just don't want to wait. Yeah, we're impatient people, though. We want that drive-through meal. Yeah, get it now. We want that Instapot. Instapot. <laughs> What's in the Instapot? Oh, Michael, where have thou been? I don't know. Instapot. I know what a is. Oh, God. <laughs> if this were a dream. <laughs> What's in the Instapot? Oh, it is not, nothing like a neti pot, other than they have that word in their name. Well, that's okay. <laughs> I don't even know what I can describe it. Okay. Instapot is basically it's a pressure cooker. So, but it's it's got this new found. Is they've just put a lot of lipstick and mascara and a lot of advertisement over a new thing that you can cook a roast in an hour or whatever. I guess I don't have an Instapot. If you put water in it, it would be more similar to a neti pot. No, no. (laughs) Okay, I don't. For those who don't know what a neti pot is, you can Google it. It has to deal with cleaning out your sinuses, but right. Yeah. Oh, we have a oh, friend who uses it all the time. That's why I know what it was. Who? Sean Lombard. <gasps> he may not want his name revealed. Well, he knows now. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that he's been revealed. Well, I have you a friend. I have a friend who uses an Instapot. <laughs> Who's that? I think my sister-in-law, Rondo, uses one, but I'm not sure. But you said you had a friend, then you can't remember. Well, I, I think, remembered mine. Well, anyway, okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we need to change gears. Sounds like we're back to midnight. Okay, here. no, but if Instapot was in a dream, what would it mean? If an Instapot was in a dream. It, they, they advertise it. depend it. on the context. They advertise it as being uh, everything's ready in uh, such a short amount of time, and it is. But do you know what I else I heard? What? My friend at work who has an Instapot, mm-hmm. uh-huh. Patterson, okay. mm-hmm. she said that even though it's great, it just takes forever to clean it up. So it's not, even though it's wonderful, 
it's more it's more trouble to to have to take this big container thing and clean it out and things get stuck inside of Ooh, it. So an Instapot in context would say something you're going to get quick and it's going to be fun and exciting, but it's going to take a lot of work to follow up on it. Mm. Yeah, that's very good, Michael. Yeah, see. Mm-hmm. You gave me context. Mm-hmm. What would a neti pot mean? <laughs> a neti pot would mean that you needed some help in clearing up your ability to discern things. Oh, very nice. Yeah, because your sinuses, your smell, it's a discerning sense. Yeah. Very discerning sense. Right. Yeah. And and let's just say, even for more context, let's just say either one of those things, the dream went perfectly well, you had Instapot and blah, 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 and everything happened. You had the neti pot and everything worked out well. But if there was a... A challenge in the dream. It may mean that the Instapot didn't work as it was supposed to, and there's another path, or your neti pot didn't do all that it was supposed to do. And you know, I mean, you or can, maybe you had an Instapot, but you needed a neti pot. <laughs> okay, so I think we're at the end of our. I think we're at the end of our more discernment to make it happen. Maybe so. See? Okay, okay. Right. we're at the end of our time. Thank goodness. Yes. Because thank you for bearing with us today. <laughs> it's feeling like midnight, and it's ten a.m. in the morning. We when went we're from Polly Pockets so. to neti pots. neti pots. It's true. Ah hmm. well. Okay, so let us just remind you again: if you're listening and you can endure us and put up with us in our craziness, let us know. Let us know if you would like for us to not be silly. It's probably not going to change anything, but no. you could let us know anyway. But uh, keep get in touch with us on Facebook. Leave a comment. Uh, rate us on the different podcast services. Uh, more than anything, pray for us. If you'd like to support us in some way, you can go out to mydreamstories.com and click the donate button. We would really appreciate that. It's a big help, uh, helping cover the expenses and costs of things. So we'd uh, welcome your donation. But that's not necessarily. We just enjoy having you around with yeah. us and hearing from you. So till next time. Keep Keep dreaming. dreaming.